welcome to the second episode of Wisdom of Wise Women podcast. I am your host, Christy Casey, and as always, I am so blessed and grateful to have you listening. Uh, this episode, we are going to be talking about the big question, what am I here for? I think we've all asked ourselves this question at least a billion times by the time we've reached the age of 30. Um, I'm no exception. And um, I'm going to share some of my journey here about this question um, and steps I've taken to answer it and why it's important for all of us to get into this question with ourselves at one point or another. Um, so, um, this is going to go down as it will continue to go down in subsequent, subsequent weeks. Um, I'll just intro the topic a little bit. Um, I will drop some notice, notable astrology and, um, then we will move on to the riff, the main riff, what I'm calling jam time. (laughs) And then we will do a somatic meditation on related to the topic, and then we will close out with some questions for your week for you to resonate with and ruminate on and help you along your journey. So that's what we're going to do. Um, some notable astrology for this week. Um, this is the week of March 22nd. We have the new moon in Aries coming up in the next few days. Uh, This is actually the beginning of the zodiacal year, so uh, it's actually the first new moon in the new year, and so it's a really, really powerful time to seed intentions and desires for this coming year um, that we will hope to manifest by this time next year. So... um, We can send those out into the universe after we've given them some thought, and this is also a really important time to reflect on what is being asked of us. So basically right on point with this topic today of what am I here for, uh, this is a really powerful new moon to tap into that exact question. So maybe these questions at the end can be something that you journal about when you consider the new moon this season. So let's get into it and let's ask ourselves this question, what am I here for? All right, welcome to the jam time where we are going to jam on the question of why am I here? What am I here for? Seems like a pretty huge question, but you know, there's places you can start with it. So what we're really asking ourselves when we ask ourselves this question is kind of two-parted. One part is how can I serve and what lights my inner fire? And I think the second part actually feeds the first part of the question. So 
once we know what feeds our inner fire, it's a lot easier to pinpoint ways that we can be of service, right? Because we're all here for more than just whatever it is that the media or our society or our culture tells us we should be doing. We're all here for something way, way beyond all of that. Um, So when we realize that we all have an amazingly beautiful purpose to serve on this planet and with each other, that's when things get really cool. So I'm going to share my story about how this went down for me. Um, And yeah, it it happened in a really crazy way. I mean, I I started out uh, with my college degree being in German and linguistics. So I speak fluent German. I lived in Germany for a bit. Um, I was doing editing and translation work. And when I got back to the States, I got a job in IT at a software development company. Um, I was on the administrative side, um, really didn't like that job a whole lot, loved the people that I worked with, but just the job wasn't for me. So I found another job in IT. This one was downtown in the, in the heart of Chicago. Um, you know, and it paid a lot more and it was like in higher ed. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. This is where I want to be. Um, it was still like more on the admin side, but I was doing a lot of project management work and I just was like, yeah, this is my jam. This is cool. This is what I want to do with my life. While I didn't really end up liking that job for a myriad of reasons, again, loved the people that I worked with, didn't really like the hierarchy, didn't really like how the culture of the company was, was treating me and others. Um, but I was comfortable, like I was making great money, I had friends, it was convenient, you know, whatever, like I I was telling myself like this is fine for me, you know, it's fine. And the problem with just being fine is that it's just complacent. It's just not even bothering to reach for anything more because you're just, you're just like, yeah, okay, it's, it's cool, it's fine, I'm fine. Um, so... Actually, what happened is they let me go and I took the cosmic two by four to the head because I did not have the courage or the gumption to look and actively pursue a different job that I would like and be happy with. So I took the cosmic two two by four to the head, started applying for project management jobs left and right. Um, I sent out hundreds of applications and I got two interviews out of all of that which was disturbing and disheartening. One of them was at a marketing firm that was not for me Um, and the second one was actually at a really prestigious university here in Chicago and it was in one of their research departments, uh, one of their research institutes in fact and it was in higher ed which is where I wanted to be. My partner at the time was a researcher at a different university, and I knew from him that research really needed project management, so I just thought, yes, this is so cool. I can make a difference here. 
I'm in the field that I want to be in, doing work that's meaningful. Um, Yes, 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 yes. So I went through the process with them. I was their final candidate, their only, only final candidate. And they gave me a call. The co-executive director gave me a call one summer day and she said, you know, we just feel like this isn't an alignment for us. And that's really all I needed to hear because by that time, I had already committed to myself that I would not take another job that wasn't fully aligned with me because I was done hopping ship after nine months or whatever. And I wanted to find somewhere where I could stick it out and be so happy to be doing so. So I hung up the call with the co-executive director And I said to myself, okay, what am I here to do? If this isn't it, if it's not project management, why am I here? And then instead of racing into the next thing, I just stopped what I was doing and I just shut up because I had been so filled with my own narratives of, I need to chase a big salary. I need to... Uh, stay in this particular branch of work because, you know, it utilizes all my skill sets and I'm really good at it. And um, this is a really cool way for me to like work with people. And I like working with people. And, you know, this, this is the type of work that's going to bring me further in my career. I mean, maybe that's all true and that's okay, but it's awfully selfish And I realized, you know what, like maybe because I've been so blinded by monetary reward and what I think I'm good at, that I'm missing the whole point. And it turns out I was missing the whole point. So as the weeks went on, I got quiet and still and got into a massively deep self-study. And I got so curious about myself so quickly And it took me places within me that I didn't even know were there. And I started a meditation practice. Um, I started looking into all these things that had been sort of on my radar, but I just didn't know anything about. Um, And a really important part of the story, actually, is that I got my first Reiki attunement in January of that year and Reiki had been coming up for me before that Um, it was introduced to me by a yoga instructor that I really liked and she gave me my first mini Reiki session and then I got really curious about it and it started coming up in different places and when I went to the library one day there was this book about Reiki just literally laying on the shelf staring at me like here I am And I grabbed it and I signed up for an attunement not long after because I felt like I was so called to do this and the universe was making it pretty clear. So I got my first Reiki attunement and the next month I lost my job. So it's proof that when you start to work with things that are in alignment with you and your purpose and why you're here, All the stuff that's not in alignment with you or is maybe just barely hanging on by a thread will go. So that was the first thing. And things in my life started to shift after that. And as I dug deeper into 
the core of me and started doing some really intense shadow work um, and digging into resources that just like the Reiki book just were popping up for me and coming into my life. That's how I started to understand how to answer my own question about what I'm here to do. And um, around Father's Day in June, I grabbed my journal early in the morning and just started writing all the things that I wanted to be able to put out there for the collective. And that's how Resonance Restorative was born. That's how I decided that this is how I was going to channel all the beautiful gifts that I've been blessed with in this lifetime. And so, yeah, there's home for my Reiki practice there. There's group work and shadow work and connecting with people and connecting people to people and connecting people to themselves. All these amazing things that I thought I could find in project management actually are somewhere completely different. I mean, if you would have asked me if I would have been um, a Reiki practitioner holding group sessions and studying shamanism and working one-to-one with people in a spiritual space, I would have blinked at you and said, okay, that was all English, but I don't have any idea what you just said to me. You know, like a different version of me wouldn't have even known where to start with that. You know, but because I took the time to get curious about myself and to really link up all these core parts of me and figure out what stoked my internal fire that's when it all started to come together for me. I knew I wanted to work with people. That's something that I've always known. I knew I wanted to write. I've been writing since I could write. Writing has been such an important practice in my life. And I knew that I wanted to be of great service to people in a meaningful way. And so we can see how these things could also show up in a project management job, certainly but we can also see why they're so much more impactful and aligned with who I truly am in the space that I'm in now, which is working intimately and deeply and so lovingly with the women in my collective. And now it's like, I can't even imagine doing anything else. If a project management job came up and they paid me a huge salary and all the benefits you could ever want, I would still turn it down. Because this is it for me. This is why I'm here. And this journey has only grown. I mean, now I'm podcasting. I'm using my voice in a different way. I sang for the first time in front of a live audience back in the beginning of this year. I mean, I have this voice and I have this heart and I want to use them both to their fullest capacity. And this is how I'm going to do that. And you know what? It also came at a big cost. I'm not saying that this isn't challenging. It is because along with all the changes that stepping into my soul purpose, soul as in higher self purpose, also came a huge sad ending. I, my partner and I ended our long-term relationship back in November and it was so difficult Um, that love created a huge safety net for my healing work and it was such a beautiful light 
as I made all these other transitions and it held me in such a beautiful way that I needed at the time because at that time I didn't realize that everything I needed I already had within myself. So that relationship led me to that. And then when it left my life, I was strong enough to sit in the grief and understand that this is happening to me for a reason. And there was so much beauty there and so much that I learned and so much that I experienced. And I came out a completely different woman from how I entered that relationship. And it's really made me ready and even more expansive as a space holder for other people and their pain because losing great love really does take you to the depths of yourself and your own pain if you let it and it's so important to allow that um so this has all been a part of my journey forward and as I've gone along the resources have come up I've met people, I've gotten teachers, mentorships, um, just everyone I meet has something to offer me. I can learn something from everyone if only I'm curious enough and willing to ask myself what that lesson is. And so that's how, that's how it all came together for me. And I mean, it's going to be different for everyone. And I'm not saying that this requires us to leave the job that we have or um, end a relationship, but sometimes it does. It does sometimes. And if you really want to commit to showing up for yourself all the way, it takes a hell of a lot of bravery to do that because it might ask you to change your whole life and bring your whole self into alignment. And if it does ask you that, know this. Know that you are strong enough to do it, even if you don't realize it, you are. You have your higher self and a whole host of universal guidance right there for you that will never let you fail. And the other part of that is, if it asks you to do that, just know that everything that leaves was only meant to be temporary anyway, and that there's something more amazing out there and there's something more expansive that's going to take you to a whole new level that you hadn't even known existed and that's the beauty of this discovery process yes it's scary yes it's going to invite so much change yes it might leave you looking in the mirror thinking wow i'm not really sure i recognize who i am but my god i love myself so much Like, that's how it's going to be, right? And it's going to ask you to face some shit that you might have been avoiding for years and years and years. And it's all going to come up and be right there. And it's going to ask you to process it in a conscious way. And just be ready. Just be ready. Just be loving and compassionate and forgiving of yourself. Because I promise you, once you start to be curious about this question and ask yourself, why am I here? There's going to be a lot of things that come up that remind you of challenges you've faced or mistakes that you've made. And it's going to require a lot of forgiveness from you to you. And that's okay because when we forgive ourselves, that's a powerful gesture and it changes how we treat others as well. Like I said in the first episode, what 
we do to ourselves, we do to others. And what we do to others, we do to ourselves. So everything that we practice with ourselves, we can take, we can take it out and put it into our other relationships and just watch them blossom. So that's my story. Um, and I realize I got maybe a little bit off topic there, but I do think it all ties together because, you know, inviting great change and inviting in your soul purpose, your higher purpose, the reasons why you're put on this earth. Yeah. I mean, something's got to give, right? Cause if you're trying to feed your internal fire, you have to call in more of what feeds your internal fire. And that might surprise you sometimes. I mean, singing surprised the hell out of me. Like I don't identify as a singer. Um, I, I still don't really identify as a singer, but I do love to sing and I, I have a strong voice and it's fun <laughs> and people received it so amazingly well and were so supportive and great. I mean, just great. That's a wonderful thing, you know, and who knows what that is for you. I mean, maybe it's using um, wood to make amazing structures or maybe it's growing plants indoors and you have this beautiful plant garden inside your house and you're a plant mama. I mean, I don't know what it is. Everybody's thing is different. But the, the truth behind everybody's life purpose is that it's of service to the collective and to ourselves and it brings us so much joy and gratitude and it feeds our flame inside so that it just overflows and spills over into everything we can do. And that's how we know we're on the right track. As that fire heats up and increases, you know that you're walking towards something that's totally for you. Whether it's a relationship, whether it's a hobby, whether it's a new job, whether it's a business venture, um, whatever it is, if it's stoking that flame and it's lighting you up, walk towards it. Even if you're afraid, even if you're unsure, walk, just walk. Use your intuition and the more that you walk towards things that are for you or of your soul, the stronger your intuition is going to be because your intuition is connected to your divine destiny, which is your higher purpose. And your intuition wants you to find that path and walk it. And it will always lead you in a solid way if you just allow it to. So... I have definitely found that, that my intuition and everything that the universe sends me speaks so much more clearly to me now that I have aligned myself with what I'm here to do. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's challenged me in every single way. It's, it has taken me to the depths of myself. There is no hyperbole there. It absolutely has. And it's left no stone overturned. I mean, when I decided to go and start my own business, it asked me to take a hard look at my money story, which when I pulled that thread, it took a long time to unravel it. I mean, I had been conditioned about money from my first family. I had been conditioned about money from society and our fear-based culture and scarcity culture. I had been conditioned about money based on the romantic relationships I had been in. Um, there's just so many things. And when we peel back the layers of all the stuff that gets piled onto us without us having conscious awareness of it, 
when we take the time to be conscious about what has been piled onto us and we do peel back those layers, that's where it's at. That's where the, the divine destiny lies. It lies within. Maybe it's buried. Maybe it's so close to the surface that it's whispering to you and you're just not able to hear it yet. For me, it has been a drumbeat in the distance my whole life, but I just never allowed it to come any closer and I ignored it. But at one point, the drum started beating so loud that I just couldn't ignore it anymore. I had to let it in and I had to get curious. And that's all it takes is a bit of curiosity. And there's really seriously no time like the present And especially now where our daily routines have been completely overturned and we have to find a new way to cope and adjust to this reality, like why not create a new reality for ourselves? Why not take a hard look at everything that's been driving us and ask ourselves, is this really what I want? Is this really for me? Who says? Do I say? Does my higher self say? Because if it doesn't, I need to figure out what actually is for me, you know, and these are amazing questions. They're difficult, but give yourself the time to sit with them because it's so worth it. It's so worth it to feel lit up. People will experience you in a completely different way. You will experience yourself in a completely different way. And the amount of love that you will develop by being able to answer that question and step towards that question and fulfill your purpose will just overflow. You will be so full of yourself in a good way that your cup will just flow over and it will touch everyone that you meet. And that's such a beautiful thing because people love to be around people who are lit up and they're just in their flow. And that flow is so powerful. It's totally connected to our personal power. And the more we can tap into it, the stronger we become. And the more we realize that this life is so incredibly beautiful. And it just starts with this humongously brave step to ask ourselves, what am I here for? Okay, so there's so much more we can say about that subject, and I might revisit in a later episode, but I want to move us into the somatic guided meditation, and this week we're going to be talking about or being led through a meditation about um, what we want to learn about ourselves, so... As always, this can work for you wherever you are. You may just have to make some modification or you can come back to it later if you're not in a state to get meditative. That's okay too. So here we go. Close your eyes and get comfortable. Tune into your breath. Offer yourself the mantra, what do I want to learn about myself? Then let it go. Imagine you are somewhere new, perhaps at a hotel or an Airbnb, maybe somewhere you've never been before. Begin to create what that room looks like. Imagine it is the most amazing room you have ever dreamed of staying in. What does that look like? 
Is it at the top of a tall building in a big city? Is it in the middle of the woods with forest views? Wherever you desire to be, create that dream space. Be creative. Make it unique and beautiful to you. This is your space and your time to spend. Imagine it to the very last detail. What are the colors? What are the sounds? Is it perfectly silent? Is there an ocean nearby? What's in the room? How do you feel when you're in that room? Once you can see this space clearly, imagine yourself there. Bring yourself to that beautiful space you have created. It's yours. Now, imagine there is a mirror hanging on the wall. It can be ornate or really simple. Walk over to it and see yourself. No judgment, just look at yourself. Feel appreciation for who you are and for being there for yourself. Now bring some curiosity and begin to hear the mantra, what do I want to learn about myself? Ask your reflection this question. Hear your voice speaking in the space. Then listen. Perhaps there's just silence and that is okay too. Tell your reflection, I'm curious about you and I want to know all of you. Speak lovingly. Return to your breath. Notice any sensations in your body. Then, when you are ready, you are invited to return to this space and time. Okay, here we are in the outro with our questions for the week that we can take with us. And they are simple words, but deep meaning. So let's start with what lights me up? When was the last time I experienced my inner fire? What was I doing? What sends me into such joy that I feel it all over my body? How can I find ways to do more of that? Where can I begin to feed my internal flame? Take these questions with you into your week and think about them whenever you can. We have so much time on our hands right now. Why not use it to explore and be creative? Revisit that meditation. Tap your creativity. Maybe your creativity has been dormant for a while. But just feel your way through that process of designing something that's all for you. What part of that gets you excited? We'll be back next week and I'm looking forward to having you. Thank you for being here. It's my honor to share words with you and thoughts in my journey. You're always welcome to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram. You can find the link in the show notes. 
You can also reach out uh, via Facebook or on my website, resonancerestorative.com. Please take amazing care of yourself. You are so worth it and your journey is unique to you. So live it and welcome it. Have a wonderful day. Bye.